When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I knew exactly why you picked that clip specifically when talking about the Dolphins. Nice. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Time now to talk about (laughs) player awards. And where shall we start here? Because uh, Coach of the Year, I know, is one that uh, gets brought up a lot. So, uh, Joe, why don't you lead things off? Yeah, we'll go there, even though it's technically not a player award. We'll just uh, call it the awards market here. And Aaron mentioned this one yesterday, and it and it was on my mind. Just as far as coach of the year, what really pops? Obviously, the favorite is Mike McDaniel. If you're a Dolphin, you're a favorite for some award right now. That's just the way things are going. And I'm not going to sit here and, and argue against that. That should probably be the case. Uh, something we talked about all offseason, and I thought that the odds would be shorter because they are tied for first place. And Thursday night's going to be interesting. If Matt LaFleur wins the NFC North, he's going to be like on the two, two to three shortlist. And he's third, but the odds are 14 to one. 14 to one. Campbell's odds are half that. I don't think they should be half that. Like Campbell's plus 750 and LaFleur's plus 1400. Uh, so just revisiting that, that stands out. But I, the, the odds difference that you'll see at various shops is interesting. And I think there's value on D'Amico Ryans. What do you guys think? It's 30 to 1 Absolutely. for coach of the year. And we'll talk about it later. Like, what's a better bet? D'Amico Ryans, I mean, you could do both. Um, D'Amico Ryans coach of the year at 30 or Texans division at 11. Mm, I like it. The problem, I mean, though, it, yeah, Aaron, go ahead, Ed. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I think there's a lot of Texans. I mean, even Stroud, it's not the same kind of value, but plus six fifty for offensive rookie. I was looking at that too. But I love the D'Amico Ryan's. Nobody expected them to be, you know, in this position, and they are exceeding expectations. If CJ Stroud can stay healthy and they continue down this path. They, they could be like the Dolphins, you know. A lot of people might be considering them for many awards here. Sure. I, I think the problem, though, when we're looking at Coach of the Year in general, aside from the fact that we're just three games in, is, yeah, D'Amico right. Ryans, I think, offers some great value, especially if the Texans win that awful division, and they're still very much in play as far as that's concerned. But mm-hmm. we may also have a bunch of other random coaches who pull through. I still am looking at Arthur Smith with the Falcons and wondering if the Falcons pull this off and win the division, especially given uh, the injury to Derek Carr of the Saints. I wonder if all of a sudden he is uh, taken a good bit more seriously because I think we want to see something in the Falcons to believe in. If they don't win the division, maybe Smith still wins that award. I don't know what it is. But, you know, this Miami thing is really interesting. And I think it's such a game changer as far as how we look at specifically this market and maybe other awards as well. Because if Miami just goes nuts and goes 17-0 and or 16-1 or something like that, they're going to be hogging all of the awards. 
And I don't know if what we saw against the Broncos was an outlier and they're more like how they played against the Patriots, still a really good football team, but they're going to be playing closer games. But if they are more like what they looked like against the Broncos, then this is going to be something where they're going to win just about everything. Not quite a clean sweep, but something close to it, Joe. It feels like if you have an opinion that the Jaguars are not going to win their division and it can be the Colts or the Texans, that you should probably take the head coach. Now, Steichen's number's not as good. We talked about him last week, that he's getting some buzz, and he was in the 20s. Numbers shortened to 15 on Steichen. They're 2-1, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Colts, yes. I believe they are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 2-1, and one, uh, that's a pretty good start. D'Amico Ryans, I could see him getting a lot of support. But, yeah, like, it's a little bit of looking at your priors, projection the rest of the season. You aren't wrong about – Arthur Smith, but it's a short number. Like we talked about LaFleur, but it's a short number now. Same thing with Campbell, with McDaniel. Like it, when, when I have that sort of an angle and I see a 30, like we do on D'Amico, when everywhere else is like 20 or even shorter, yeah. that, that's when I'm thinking that that's probably a pretty good move there. If you're buying into Stroud make, t- making big strides this year. If Stroud's good all year, like – they're going to win their share of games, and they're going to be in the mix for an awful division. I think sky is the limit for Stroud. I mean, he's second favorite for rookie offensive player of the year. Will Anderson, second favorite for defensive rookie player of the year. And then D'Amico Ryans. I, I think one of those three is getting an award. <laughs> yeah. So, some, <laughs> well, let's... Someone deserves something, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. Well, let, let's jump to those rookies because um, – Quickly mention on defense, based on what happened last night, there was a move in the defensive rookie of the year odds, guys. Jalen Carter is now an even money favorite. Even money after three games. I know he did it under the lights, and he's been very impactful, but the gap right now is Jalen Carter even money. You can find Will Anderson at plus 550. Again, if you want to find something involving the Texans, I think Will Anderson uh-huh. might be the best play. I mean, yeah. I'm more confident in that one than I am just about anything else because as we mentioned during the preseason, defensive rookie of the year tends to be a chalkier play because, yeah. I mean, I don't want to be insulting here, but I just don't think we do the research into defensive rookies to truly know who the best are. I think what we tend to do is confirm our priors more than anything else. And Jalen Carter, first-round draft pick, high up on the list, playing in a lot of primetime games. Will Anderson isn't, but he's still absolutely insane, Aaron. Yeah, I th- I like that. I do think some of the Texans are getting awards here. The other one I looked at was Christian Gonzalez. I mean, maybe it's not yeah. hard to contain Zach Wilson because he stinks, but I also <laughs> think you can find some value on him. And coming from a Bill Belichick defense – Maybe this is the time to place that bet on Christian Gonzalez. I mean, he certainly held his own against the Jets. Yeah, he yep. certainly has. Uh, it, I, I don't know if like any I have any other takes as far as uh, rookies go offensively or defensively, but I want to talk about this MVP thing here because I mm-hmm. – the Aaron Schatz tweet that we talked about yesterday, Joe, concerning that maybe this Tua Tagovailoa for MVP conversation is more complex than we want to believe it is. And I want to throw something out there and let me know what you think. 
Because if it is actually complicated and some people really don't want to give Tua the award, does that mean that Tyreek Hill at 50 to 1 should be in consideration? Because when you look at receiving <sighs> numbers for the Dolphins, he is running away with this thing right now. He has, you know, second or third highest air yard share among all receivers. Many more yards. Jalen Waddell uh, is still, I believe, in concussion protocol. So it's something where if we don't want to believe that Tua is that good of a quarterback or he's just in a really, really good situation, but Tyreek Hill is truly the playmaker, I wonder if enough voters really believe that. Because I think it's a ridiculous argument to make, to be honest. But it's not about what I think. It's about what the voters actually do. And I'm curious if enough of them do think that it's Tyreek Hill. He's the reason why the Dolphins have the best offense so far. A number of them probably think that. But will they make him the MVP? No. I think they would look at it and say, and I know not all these voters that we're talking about don't have picks for everything, but how they would look at it is... Yeah, he makes the engine go, but I'll just pick Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen instead. Because what you can do is, well, Tyreek's the favorite for the Offensive Player of the Year. We can do that, or we can take Mike McDaniel for Coach of the Year, or we can take Tua for Comeback Player of the Year, right? Like, I think there's these other avenues. It doesn't have to be a Dolphin being the MVP. So for my money, that would be a no, but I'm, I'm a hard no on non-quarterbacks for this award. That's where I stand. So I think there are other ways to give credit to the Dolphins that are that are non-MVP related. Like they could clean up elsewhere. The MVP one is tough. I looked at this a lot this morning, and I'm not really sure where to go. It's just <laughs> going to be a pass for me right now. Kind of feels like it's Patrick Mahomes right now. I don't know where else to look. I, I well, like the okay. two. Uh, obviously, you're not getting a lot of value. Uh, and will he stay healthy? You know, he probably will because I've waited so long and missed the good numbers on Tua, and this is probably the year he will stay healthy and win it. Well, let, I disagree. Let me throw I think there is value on Tua in large part because if you really? look at total EPA, he is lapping the field right now. He's got three times as much total expected points added as the next closest player. He And, you know, you're only looking at a, a small sliver between first place and second place. I, I think as the favorite, Tua offers some value. Now, the question is, and it's the thing that we keep talking about, can he stay healthy? Like, he's always going to have that hanging over his head. But I also believe we're now at a point where, look, if this Dolphins offense continues at this torrid pace, maybe he does miss a couple of games and he can still win the award, Joe. There's that, the, the health factor, and that's always going to be there until we see a full season put together where it's not a factor. Um, I, I would say how many of the voters are looking at total EPA. I, I still think there are almost half maybe, and I'm just throwing a random number out there that don't, that don't, that they're going to look at yards before that. They're going to look at touchdown passes before that. They're going to look at points per game uh, before they get to EPA. That's just, that's just me trying to handicap. But that doesn't matter and, though. But that doesn't matter. It do I mean, sure because it does. usually those things are correlated. Like, it's not I like know. EPA I know. says one thing and these other things say another thing. It's all together, but EPA tends to be more predictive, just like other advanced things are. Right, right. But, yeah. I, I'm just saying, at plus 350 after three weeks, I don't think there's value. Like, there's too much that can happen. But, yes, mm -hmm. he would be a runaway winner today. But over the course of the season, is that going to happen?
I was looking at value. So right now, it doesn't look like Burrow's going to miss games. That was a question 24 hours ago. Is he going to miss a game? And then he's probably not part of this conversation for the award. He's 22 to 1. Joe Burrow, the guy on the short list of guys that are definitely going to win an MVP, according to most of us, at some point. If they turn the season around like they did a year ago, isn't Burrow at some point going to be up there in that top five? That is a great point. And you look at Jalen Hurts, he, he's much shorter odds, and Burrow only has like 100 yards less than him, passing yards. And the narrative is there for the voters, right? <laughs> and people Perhaps. love him. Yes, they People do. love Joe Burrow. And they should. He's great. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Dak fell. He's 35. Have I fun love. with that. And I will. Thanks. <laughs> would, would you bet it now? Because you still sure. think the Cowboys going to have a great record in the end, so he's going to be in there? Absolutely. I mean, you can't let just one bad game. All Everybody's going to have a bad game. Joe Burrow's had yeah. two bad games, but we're talking about it more seriously than Dak. I don't know about mm -hmm. that. I, I think it's more like this is just a buy low opportunity. The Cowboys can, can still yeah. achieve and accomplish whatever they want. Nothing is against that. One other one I want to bring up here. I, I mentioned total EPA and how two is lapping the field right now. Second place is Brock Purdy at 20 to one mm -hmm. and the 49ers are one I of three like unbeaten that. teams uh. remaining one of two unbeaten teams in the NFC those tougher tests will come but if they win those tough tests and the 49ers get that yeah. top seed well team performance does matter when it comes to this MVP award and I do think that there are enough voters out there who want to award Brock Purdy for keeping things upright and if you look at say like an, an unofficial on-off split We've seen with a similar infrastructure, Jimmy Garoppolo not thrive, not do well in this 49ers offense. But the fact that Brock Purdy has, I think you can make that comparison that it's actually something Purdy is doing, Joe. That's interesting because I felt after Thursday in a romp that there were a lot of people talking about how many close interceptions there were and the luck factor mm. with Purdy. So I wonder how that plays out the rest of the year. But you're right. San Francisco is going to get some credit in some way. Yeah. I also think that if that luck does go the other way, maybe you'll get a better number because Purdy was 40 to one and now he's down to 20 to one. So it's kind of like mm -hmm. we missed it. I think if you like Purdy, you should have bet it earlier, but maybe there's an opportunity if you get a better number, if we wait. Another day, another comeback player I want to talk about that I have not thought of. But after this past Sunday, I think we need to talk about it. Dobbs. Mm. Oh. Mm. 20, 23 to 1. They've covered every game. It's been really strong. I know the numbers aren't, you know, like 250, 300. That's not what he's asked to do right now. But, man, it's like, yeah, if, he, if, this, if they're fighting every week and they're – you know, they were expected to be the worst team in the NFL if they're around 500 or something like that. Like, that would be a heck of an accomplishment for him. Yeah. Health everywhere else is going to be the big question. Like, are you going to retain yeah. the spotlight or is it going to go elsewhere? That's why I'm just not too comfortable with that. This is Bet right. 2L Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go over the latest injury news and how it will affect our bets for week four. That's right here on the Bet 2L Network.